Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Orloff from his own end. The full stop in behind Vitek Vanacek here in OT. And blazing up to center. Kuznetsov with some speed, takes a look, puts a move on. Can't get the shot away. In front for Wilson. He scores! Wilson with the overtime winner! They finally did it! In overtime! Good morning! Good afternoon! And good night, Winnipeg! For the first time in eight tries this season, the Capitals have won at three on three. Final score, four to three. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals finally break through in overtime to down the Jets. Top line guarded Hathaway hooks up with Alex Ovechkin and a stiff test with the Bruins coming up tomorrow night. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, January 19th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Tom Wilson finishing off the Winnipeg Jets last night with a game-winning goal in overtime. Yes, in OT, (laughs) his third goal in three games. The Capitals finally, after eight tries, Ben, there is joy in Mudville. They managed to win an (laughs) overtime game by a 4-3 final. It was far from perfect but it was a really gutty performance to earn two points last night. Yeah, I feel like we need a breaking news sounder that they won a game in three-on-three overtime. It had been a while, eight decisions in OT, finally two points secured in the three-on-three session. But regarding the game as a whole, you're right, the sluggish start, but certainly got the sense a little bit as the game wore along that the Capitals were finding their legs, and Vitek Vanacek credited him for helping keep them in the game, allowing them the opportunity to eventually rally. I think he had some solid contributions. Ovechkin, Wilson among the headliners who really stepped up. Alexei Protus looked very good as well. On the back end, big minutes for Jensen. Dmitry Orlov, after taking a minor in the opening shift of the game, after that he settled down, thought he played pretty good game for the most part, paired with Jensen. Certainly uh, a gutty win, you're right, after digging themselves that 2 nothing hole, and you take the two points, you run with them, and you look to build off of them now uh, coming up Thursday in Boston. Let's talk about that start last night. It was a rough one. Dare I say a bad one. Two goals allowed in the first two minutes and 20 seconds. Way too sleepy at the start. We'll hear from Kevin McCarthy coming up on that. Just a couple of minutes. Caps assistant coach. The penalty on Dmitry Orlov. He got caught flat-footed. The power play comes and two quick strikes from the Jets. Not a good start. Not acceptable for a team that has struggled the way they have at home. But that's where the gutty part came in, Ben, because they found a way to overcome a pretty atrocious start. Yeah, and we were wondering coming into the game, too, you know, you got the Winnipeg Jets. They had only played once over the previous 11 days. Is that something from a Caps perspective they could have taken advantage of early on? You know, as the Jets were trying to find their legs in this one, proved to be the opposite. They came out with adrenaline, and maybe as the game wore along, they were exposed a little bit, a little off, a little rust maybe in their game. But yeah, you're, you're right. The not ideal start from a cap side of things. And look, one of the turning points, there were a few of them in this game, but I credit 
Vitek Vanacek, after allowing two goals early, settled down, and he had a big stop midway through the first period on Andrew Kopp, who snuck in behind the D, deal out a number of odd man rushes and breakaway opportunities in the first period. But Vanacek had a big, big save on Andrew Kopp to keep the Capitals within two. And again, that was just a, enough of the margin that it allowed the Capitals to claw their way back. But credit to, to Vanacek when the game could have gotten out of reach. He at least kept them within striking distance. That line of Andrew Kopp and Mark Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers frustrated by any number of things last night. Vanacek, <laughs> certainly one of them, and bounces that didn't go their way. Posts that were hit. Could have gone a different way. It didn't, especially in the first period. Let's talk more about Vanacek because the first couple of minutes, he gives up two goals. I didn't fault him on either one. He didn't get a lot of help in front. Bad start by the team last night. But after that, to your point, the big saves, Big moments, close game. Now you're facing overtime. Ben, I think he's starting tomorrow night against Boston and maybe after the shutout in Long Island and now a game that he has won last night as far as beating the Jets. He's going to get a, a third and four here, and I think he's earned it. Yeah, try to build a little momentum if you're Vitek Fanacek. But again, yeah, impressed with his play last night. We highlighted the stop on Cop. He had others in the second period. Cole Perfetti had a great chance in close. He was seeking a second goal of the night. Then even in the third period, yeah, ultimately the Jets tie it with the extra attacker out there. But there were some moments in the third period. The Jets had some opportunities in close. They were going to the interior. The Jets were, and Vanacek was coming up with some big stops at key moments. And that's what we talk about, right? With both goaltenders, that's what we have been talking about the need to make big saves at key moments, not necessarily the volume of saves, but it's when they're being made, the context of the game. And Vanacek really was on for really 57 minutes straight, literally not allowing a goal, 28 consecutive saves at one point. After the game last night, our Ken Sabrin chatting with assistant coach Kevin McCarthy. Well, Kevin, a great, not a great start, but a character win for the team. They find a way to get themselves back into it, and they pull it off. Well, you're absolutely right about the start. I mean, uh, for whatever reason, you know, I thought the, the guys were ready to play. This They looked like they were focused and ready, and obviously uh, we weren't, and uh, got ourselves in a hole. But like you said, I, I thought it was a gutsy win. The guys came back and battled back, and especially that they tied it up with a minute and five to go. But uh, getting our first overtime win was, uh, was nice. And we talk about Carlson, your main defenseman out. I mean, nice job by the guys, the group, and obviously Vanacek too. But talk about number nine, number three, very good throughout the whole year, especially Jensen, the way he's playing, Orloff, playing an outstanding hockey game right now. Well, right now, like, you know, we, when we went into the season, that we weren't really too sure going into training camp what the pair was going to be. And it kind of evolved through camp and the exhibition games you know, with uh, Orly and Jens together and uh, Marty and um, Carly. And, and it just seemed to have some uh, chemistry together. And obviously, uh, with uh, early and gents, they were getting a lot of minutes against the other team's top lines, but they were also producing offensively. So, you know, it really uh, solidified our top four. You mentioned the overtime. How big is it to get an overtime win? I know the team struggled throughout the year, but a big win and early on in the overtime, too. Well, definitely. I think, obviously, you know, it's the elephant in the room, right? I mean, you know, nobody wants to talk about it, but, you know, we've, we've talked about it as coaches, as players. We've we brought it in. We've dissected things. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is, is that... Uh, you know, to get that monkey off your back, you know, and get that get that win. And now, and now all of a sudden, now the confidence will be there. Well, thank you. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. Ben Garnet Hathaway on the top line might have gotten some raised eyebrows from a few fans, but what a play he made in the first period, feeding Alex Ovechkin, goal number 27 on the year last night. If you keep feeding number eight like that, you can hang around on that line. Certainly, Alex had to be pretty happy with him last night, and that certainly changes the dynamic a little bit. If you can put Garnet up there, that gives you some flexibility other places. 
Yeah, we'll see what the staying power is right there for Garnet Hathaway on the top line. But you're right, the primary assist on the, the Alex Ovechkin goal, a great feed from Garnet Hathaway, a great look to an open Alex Ovechkin who was able to cash in. And other than that, you know, Hathaway came as advertised last night. He was getting in on the forecheck, you know, puck retrievals and creating some space and getting in on the corners and picking up some loose pucks. So good on him to, to play his game along with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and to earn some minutes. And what I like too, John, potentially looking ahead here as you deal with life, at least for now, without TJ Oshie in that top six, out, out with that upper body injury, if Hathaway can at least buy you some time and play at least for a little bit here, we'll see how long it lasts. But if he's with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov, and you could keep that second line intact of Protus and Wilson with Backstrom in the middle, that line, that sample size is growing now. That's twice in the last three games we've seen those three together, Protus, Backstrom, and Wilson, and they've been really good as a trio. And Alexei Protus last night, too, using that size of his, that reach, that big frame of his, you know, giving the Capitals a 3-2 lead with a goal from that he scored from below the goal line. He's doing a lot of good right now, Alexei Protus, and even earning a lot of praise from Peter Laviolette following the overtime win. Yeah, that, but his work ethic too. I mean, you saw him really striding out there, and, you know, sometimes we forget how young he is, you know, and but you see him in a game like tonight, and you're like, oh, he's, he could be something, you know, like he, he played a really good game tonight, and um, he uses his stride, he uses his reach. He's got a... A long, you know, long arms with a long stick, and it's heavy. And he gets into those battles. He works his way into battles, and he's able to come up with pucks and turn over pucks. And um, you know, he's he's been he was impressive tonight. I liked Alexei Protus's game last night, Ben. In total agreement. And you hear what the coach has to say. If you can have the meat on that line too, you got Protus on one side, you got Wilson on the other. A Backstrom in the middle. There's certainly a lot of potential there. The Bruins are coming up tomorrow. They got pounded. For five goals in the first period last night, Tuka Rask allowed all of them on 12 shots. Final score last night, Carolina 7, Boston 1. That game at the Garden. So I would imagine that Boston is going to be more than just a little angry tomorrow night. They've been playing so well lately. They got seven goals against the Capitals last Monday. A big clunker for them last night. Capitals are going to have to brace for that as they head to Massachusetts. Yeah, not sure where that came from because, to your point, they had been playing so well of late. They entered play last night, the Bruins did, having won five straight and eight of their previous nine. Brad Marchand's been terrific. David Pasternak, Taylor Hall, we saw since that quote-unquote perfection line was broken up. Bruins have been getting secondary scoring. They had been getting good goaltending. A clunker last night for Tuka Rask in just his second game back with Boston. But I would imagine that'll be uh, an angry and revved-up Bruins team. You're right, a rare clunker for them to get embarrassed like that on home ice, 7-1 to Carolina. So I would imagine they're going to be uh, revved up and ready to go, and we'll see what the Capitals have in store as they look for a measure of revenge after the Bruins gave them the business here at Capital One Arena just over a week ago. Caps and Bruins tomorrow at 7, Network Air on 106.7 A Fan, and Caps Radio 24-7 is at 645. Caps game day with Ben, your extended pregame show exclusively on Caps Radio 24-7, CapsRadio247.com. Pick that up starting at 4 o'clock. Ben, have yourself a really nice Wednesday, will you? Happy Wednesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! 
Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.